Hey, y'all, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm joined here with McKenna. Hey. So today we wanted to talk about uh, being typecasted as children while we were growing up. Um, typecasting is something in the like theater world that they talk about where a certain actor tends to be put in the same kind of role over and over again. And you can even see it in movies. Mm -hmm. There are certain characters that tend to play villains over and over again or the comic relief over and over again. And there's nothing wrong with it per se, but sometimes actors do feel like they get into a rut because they get stuck in the same kind of roles and people have a hard time seeing them in other roles um, within the, mu the movie industry. So um, I just use that phrase to kind of describe how we were as kids because my dad has confessed that he did kind of like typecast us and had something specific that he wanted each of us to feel like we had that was unique to us and that we were like the best at as a way to try and help us feel more confident, but it didn't really work how he intended, I don't think. So we just wanted to kind of like talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so um, while I was younger, you know, it definitely it confused me a while, like for a while. And I knew the intention of why he was doing that. And it made sense. Like he genuinely thought that what he was doing was best for everybody. Um, he grew up with, you know, nine siblings. So he wanted to make sure that we always had something that made us stand out and us feel unique. So it came from really good intentions. Mm -hmm. Like he wasn't doing this to, you know, try to cause any harm towards us. Like, he really thought he was doing what he thought he would have wanted. And that's right. how he parented us is, this is how I would have wanted to be parented. This is how I wish my dad would have been for me. And he, in turn, did that to us. And again, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of parents do that. They end up being the total opposite of their parent or they end up being, like, pretty much exactly the same right and it's a very common thing but we were just wanting to talk about how it made all of us feel so Michaela um her typecast was that I was like a good singer yes that was that that was her one thing that was like she was always compliment on it um and it nobody else was really talked about that um Mackenzie's was being really smart and Mackenzie they talked to me as an adult, like my parents did, and it was to try to motivate her and give her a drive because they thought she was behind everybody. So they thought if they if they complimented her on that, mm -hmm. it would motivate her, and it it worked. It, it did. It, it did it work. Mackenzie worked. got all A's. Like she graduated college with like a four point oh. I she think she was a like, very very hard worker. She was developmentally behind when she was younger. Mm -hmm. She skipped crawling completely, and I'm not a expert in child development so i don't know all the implications that it has but there is some sort of um at least what i've heard from my mom who had talked to other people there's some sort of um 
there's something that happens in the brain when you learn to crawl because you're using one side of your body and then the other side of your body and it helps to smooth over the different sides of the brain and help there to be flow and connection between the two again like i said this could be total crap at this point because that was like a a long long time time ago. ago Um, but she did skip crawling completely and she used to do these different exercises in school to try and make up for it. But yeah, she did end up becoming an extremely hard worker in school specifically, um, worked really hard on her academics and even in college Mm -hmm. was like basically straight A's Yeah, and it stressed her out when she didn't and she did kind of tend into perfectionism she um, did. and I that would probably be a big downside to mm-hmm. to having that much pressure on her being like air quotes a smart one um <laughs> which is funny because would we say that she's the most intelligent out of us no, no absolutely not <laughs> the most dedicated and hardworking out of us yeah like, so she got the best grades but we would not say that she was the most intelligent well like in high school, I actually did get better grades than her. And oh, I you? placed a lot better than she did. But in college, I thought I was also trying to have a social life. Right. So, like, I did get C's in, like, two or three classes. Same. And But I didn't care because I put in as much work as I wanted to put in to maintain the social life that I had to Mm -hmm. make sure I didn't lose my absolute mind while I was in college. And it worked for me. Mm -hmm. And as everybody knows, C's get degrees. So, (laughs) but like, I'm not saying I got like all C's. Like I did very well in college. I maybe got like two C's. Yeah. I I had a little bit more of a rocky college experience, but that's for another day. Yeah. And then our brother was the one who was good at sports. sports. Yeah, okay. Yes, it was I didn't always, know, I always didn't know if that sports. was understood. Yes, but yeah, it was okay. always sports. Um, oh, man. He was good at everything he tried to. So, like, that was a very – it was a true – like typecast for I would him. Say he literally was certain, good at all sports he tried. I would say to a certain point, though, because like in college, not in college, in high school, like he wouldn't get played a lot in the sports that oh, he I was doing. That. And my dad, our dad being who he was, was like, oh, you're discriminating against him. It's it's all this and all that. But really, like, to a certain point, he wasn't as good as everybody else. Was he bad? No. He was still good. Mm-hmm. But it's just other people were better. and So they got played more. So they got played more. So It's interesting to hear back now because, like, I do remember dad being like, oh, yeah, I know they're discriminating against you. You must be so good that they don't want to play you. But that doesn't make sense. A coach wouldn't do that if they were trying to win. Yeah. Although I have heard of some people be extremely petty and just because they don't like you, they will not play you. Yeah, and I've definitely had, you know, people who are, like, authority figures who would do stuff like that to me. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not completely uncommon. And he's actually currently playing. Well, I guess he just now stopped because he ruined his knee. But he went on to play college ball. Like, he played baseball in college, and Mm -hmm. he's, he's been doing well. So, like, part of it was, you know, he is good, but I think... I think it was a combination of maybe his coaches didn't necessarily like him and didn't want to work with him to be as good as he could have been. Yeah. And part of it was he wasn't necessarily as good as the other ones who were more naturally inclined 
to these sports mm-hmm. and they focused more on them. So I'm not saying he's bad at sports by any means. McCaden, you are you're great at sports. <laughs> like you're good. He picks up very quickly. It's just I think that the other ones were just better than him. And that's that's why he wasn't played as much. But I saw how disappointed he was yeah. when he wasn't picked, when he wasn't playing as much as everybody. Yeah. When he wasn't being put in like the a teams like i yeah it, it really it hurt him. so with the three of us with me being singing was my thing with Mackenzie being academics or being smart was her thing and mccaden being athletic being his thing these are actually all like skill based mm-hmm. um and you can get things to them. right things to compliment someone on have someone grow into and i will say that like I've continued to do singing. I kind of fell out of it for a little bit, um, but I'm in a band right now. So like I came back around to it and still love it. And I'm a lot more realistic about it now because growing up, I, you know, thought I was the best, but had the same experience where it's like, I never got solos or anything like that. (laughs) So I was like, what is happening? But then I would place well in all states. So I don't know. Yours is yours is kind of confusing. It too. is, but so anyway, I came back around to it. Mackenzie is still like pretty studious. If you mm-hmm. were to give her some sort of assignment or task, like she would be on top of it. McCaden still plays sports. Mm-hmm. McKenna's is completely different than the rest of us because it's not a skill based trait. No, I was typecasted as the pretty one, and that's all I ever really was was the pretty one. And growing up. You know, I definitely felt attractive. Like, I knew I was attractive for the longest time. But I also knew I was smarter than Mackenzie, and I was better at school than her. I didn't think I was a bad singer. And I've always been kind of artistically inclined. Mm-hmm. And but you didn't find art as your thing until no, much later. Much later, and it took a while because I remember being in elementary school, you were also pegged as the artistic type. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. wasn't me. And now, now, if both of us were to do something along those lines, mm-hmm. or if people even met us or like got to know us, I would be pegged as the artistic type yeah. and not Michaela. Um, but like being that throughout high school, um, it really, it really messed with me. I remember one time Mackenzie came back. We got, um, we got our placements in high school. And she was, like, fourth or fifth in her class. And, like, it was, like, she was in the top ten. I don't know where she fell in the top ten, but she was doing really well. I was in college, so I was And they were, like, our parents were losing their minds. They were, like, freaking out. Like, she was doing so good. And I came back that day, and I had actually placed – I was in the top. And I tied with two other students, I think. And we were all number one spot. And I remember I took that paper, and I folded it in half, and I shoved it in a book – and it stayed that way until I think I left high school and went to college. Um, and, you know, that's on me. Like, that's, that's partly on me, like, trying to be like, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Like, she's clearly the smart one. I, it's not me, whatever. But, like, it, it did feel like that. Like, I could have definitely, like, said something about it. And mm-hmm. I could have tried to get, you know, that some a, attention, or some sort of attention or recognition yeah. from it. But... I didn't because, you know, my whole life I was just told that I was pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, so then 
after after college, like my last year of college, I started gaining some weight and by no means was I not skinny. Like I was still like smalls. Everything was fitting just as it should have been. My extra smalls weren't fitting anymore and I was losing my mind because I wasn't skinny anymore. And then I went back to Florida and I started up a job again and I was gaining weight and gaining weight and gaining weight. And now I wear a medium or a large, depending on what it is. Mm-hmm. And, but like for a good solid two years, I thought that I was ugly and that I had no worth because as soon as I wasn't skinny, I thought I wasn't pretty. And because that's all I was told my entire life, I thought I was worthless at that point. Mm-hmm. I thought who would love me? Who would even like me? Like, like I, my life was over. Like I was no longer skinny. I was no longer pretty. My life is over. The mm-hmm. entirety of like who I was as a person was gone because of what was said to me growing up. And again, like I'm not, I'm not mad. Like I'm not mad that all of that happened. Like I'm, I'm an adult. I'm recognizing what happened, why mm-hmm. it happened. And I know that they didn't mean to do that to me and like cause all these problems. But like, I'm just saying like, here's, here's something that happened and here's here's what came out of it and it was detrimental towards me but if you talk to anybody else in our family it it didn't seem like it was that bad for them and the only thing they really had was maybe like a higher level of confidence in a specific area that maybe they shouldn't have been that confident in i mean i think we all had similar issues but like with the areas that we were typecasted in because when I didn't get solos or, you know, um, wasn't getting recognized for singing well or whatever, um, like I really struggled with it. I I really did because I was like, this is who I am. This is like my thing. Yeah, it's probably really sucked with McCaden too like when he wasn't playing and he was benched a lot like right I think he felt the same way and I think Mackenzie with her perfectionism with grades like probably also felt similarly um the difference is that being like pretty is so subjective and it has nothing to do with like any sort of skill like at all Mm -hmm. and so I feel like it probably would have been harder for you because I could just be like, oh, well, I'll just practice more or I'll try harder or I'll get a voice teacher or like whatever it was. Mackenzie could do the same, get like a tutor. McCaden could get a coach, but there's no one that you could hire besides like a plastic <laughs> surgeon yeah. to come and help you be like more pretty or to lose weight or whatever. And it's so dangerous to pick that as something because as someone grows up, their physical traits change. So I've known lots of people that were cute as children. And as they got older, they became more plain or vice versa. They were plain as children and then they grew up and they became incredibly attractive. Um, Yeah. So I think we all struggled and it's just crazy because we used to, Like, we had a lot of other things that we did. We tried a lot of other things. Mm -hmm. But it somehow felt like we couldn't give up that one thing that was, like, ours. Like, oh, I I couldn't completely give up singing because, like, that's what I was known for. That was, Mm -hmm. like, my thing. So even though I tried these other things, singing was always part of it. And I did love singing. 
like we had the karaoke machine. Yeah. I was on that all the time. So, <laughs> you know, for me, it may not have been the same. And like, I think McCaden enjoyed sports. I think McKenzie, that one was a little different with, yeah. the, with her push for academics being from a place of our parents fear that she was going to be behind Left other behind. children. Yeah. Um, but she ended up finding drama and drama became her thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know if other people have similar problems with their siblings of feeling like it, there's almost competition. Like there's not scarcity. There shouldn't be scarcity. And like how many people could be artistic or how many people could sing well or play sports. But for some reason, when you're siblings, it's like, oh, you're, if that sibling that is going to do that, like I can't do that because like, they're doing that. For me, it even translated further. Like when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do as a career, when I found out that a cousin was doing a career that I was interested in, my immediate thought was, no, I can't do that because they're doing it. And Mm. that's what they're doing. And I can't do that. Mm -hmm. So like, I thought about like when I was in high school, I was like, oh, maybe I want to be a physical therapist. And then our cousin went into physical therapy and I was like, nope, that's it. That that was my one shot. Like, can't do that anymore. So I was trying, I, I was trying to go a different route than everybody else and be like, well, I have to do something that nobody else is doing. And like, I even thought about going to cosmetology school, but I had a cousin mm-hmm. who did that. And then um, another one of our cousins ended up doing that on the opposite side of our family. So it was like, oh, well, <laughs> there's one on each side. I can't do that. Like, you know, I'm, I'm SOL. And I've considered it too, but I didn't, I didn't even consider that because I was like, it was something that I enjoyed. But the fact <laughs> that you thought about it all the way to like, oh, our cousins are doing that. I, I, like, can't, I, can't, do I can't do what our cousins are doing. <laughs> Like, I feel like everybody has some form of sibling rivalry, but I don't know. I also saw families, like, where it's like, oh. I think I've seen twins do it, too. Yeah, but, like, I remember growing up, there was, like, church families where the whole family was good at singing and the whole family was singers. And they would all, this this is what we do. It's a family thing. We're good at this as a family. And they still had things that they were individually good at. But um, we never really had something like that. No. No, we didn't. I don't know. It's just a lot of different interesting psychological things happened. And, you know, it led to me having some issues that I've worked really hard to overcome. And, you know, I'm still working on them. But Mm -hmm. things got a little bit better as we got older. Like they started to, you know, praise us for any sort of accomplishment, which that's got its own um, um, problems. (laughs) <laughs> and I don't want to say I don't want to say that like our parents did everything wrong, but there's now studies that like have come out or uh, therapists that have come out and said that um, you know when you focus too much on accomplishments, then when someone's sitting and doing nothing or like not making incredible use of their time, uh, they can start to feel really bad about themselves mm-hmm. just because they're taking time to do leisure things. Um, but if they get to the point where if they're not working towards something, then they start to feel bad about themselves and it it can turn into like a shame spiral. So, but things got better as we got older. We're good now. Like, yeah, everybody's everybody's getting better. We all try and celebrate anything that anybody does. That's like a good thing. And we don't, we're not so into McKenna's the only one that can do art because guess what? I like art artsy Mm -hmm. things. Mackenzie likes artsy things, but like in a completely different way. And 
the older we get, the more that we realize there's space in all of these different areas for, for all, all of us. us. Like so. all of us can do it. Like Michaela got into tennis and golf in high school. And then after high school, I got to playing tennis recreationally with her and Mackenzie joined us and we would all play tennis together mm-hmm. and McCaden played tennis in high school too. So like super fun. It was fun. Like, and we've all, we've gotten to places where like, like she said, we can all be in the same thing, but in different aspects and it's, it's helped a lot. But like, again, you know, our parents did the best that they thought that they mm-hmm. could do with you know the resources of that time it was a different time people didn't realize like nowadays like what you can do and what you can say that can affect your child in a detrimental way like i tried to give us something that made us special but it made mm -hmm. us feel more separated from each other than it did it made it made you feel like you were stuck in a box and that's all you were you were you were in that little box and you couldn't really branch out to any other things because that's outside of your box Mm -hmm. but like like we're good we're fine right i'm fine we're we're all still kind of like working through it and i mean who isn't right and i've had you know times where i'm like totally wanted to quit singing like completely but still felt some sort of like urge or compulsion to not do that because well i'm a good singer and i need to be able to make sure that that's available for other people because it's a gift to the world like whatever some shit i have in the back of my head of like this is what must be done with my gift it's, but you have to there's no other right option. no that's it it's, it's it but yeah so we're all just like processing and working through it and i'm sure that other people have had similar experiences and that's why we wanted to talk about it because with siblings it happens so often and so maybe you know other people have had different experiences of like they're within the siblings they kind of decided oh this is what we get to do this is my thing that's your thing and Mm -hmm. didn't have the structure like our parents had kind of set up for us maybe it just kind of happens naturally and our parents were the ones that just kind of give us a push but i'm sure that some siblings just do that on their own anyway so anyway we'll end it here you guys thanks for joining us today it was a pleasure speaking with you and catching up with mckenna Mm -hmm. and we will see you next time take luck and care (laughs) Bye.